A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, listeners. What are you wearing right now? No, this isn't a creepy phone call. It's a podcast ad designed to tell you that whatever you're wearing, Mack Weldon is probably better. Mack Weldon is a men's essentials brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. The shopping experience there is so simple, in fact. They've got a great line of sweat socks, sweatsuits, sweatshirts, and not sweat underwear. Because one of their lines of underwear is a silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. Because who wants to ask questions about your underwear? Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code BONDING. Mac and Mac Welcome to James Bonding. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And today we've got a record six people in the room. Somehow we have enough microphones. <laughs> Gentlemen, say your name, how old you are, and your favorite sexual position. What? Oh. This what? is. No. <laughs> say, you don't have to say how old you are. Weirdest place you've ever made whoopee. <laughs> Do I do the yes. newlywed game? Yes, of course. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. I'm going to start. This All right. Way. Welcome to James Bonding. My name is Matt Gorley. <laughs> I'm Matt Myra. And today we've got six people in the room. The speaking of six, this is also my sixth podcast of the day. Literally, <laughs> no joke. Because uh, we just did some Star Wars Minute episodes with Pete Bonavita and Pete the Retailer. Whoa. You almost let that slip out. The Can world's going to find me. I know. <laughs> it's all right. Alex Robinson from Star Wars Minute, plus Jimmy Blades, Mark McConville. We're guesting on Star Wars Minute, guests of the show James Bonding. Then Matt shows up here today, and now we're all doing this mega James Bonding episode where we're crossing over not only podcasts, but the subjects themselves. I'm yeah. as confused as everybody else. <laughs> I'll Super explain group. it. We're yeah. going to do an episode on actors... That appeared in James Bond movies somewhere and in Star Wars movies somewhere. And there was yes. a lot of them. Now, Pete, you're a bit of an expert on this. That's true. It's the type of thing that, that you know, I, I understand there's criticism where you can be like, oh, so what? It's a working actor. This guy's been in this and been in this, you know. But the, also, it's just something that makes my brain tingle. That I'm like, oh, that guy was this guy. Like, it, putting too. it together makes me really happy. Well, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, Pinewood Studios uh, essentially, I think, just kept dorms of the same actors and it called is. them down and put them in different outfits. It's like they had a repertory company, because they keep showing up <laughs> mm-hmm. in Superman, anything that was made in England in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. I think a pretty much too far. Oh, uh, yeah. Has some. Oh, and yeah. And 
some of the ones after was like Gandhi has some of the same people and I definitely Force Ten from Navarone right. like all those because World War Two movies were so big in the late seventies and I mean all the time after World War Two I mean but especially in the eighties like those World War Two right. Commando movies from nineteen seventy three to nineteen eighty nine there were only sixteen working actors in England that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most of the top secret is another one that has a ton of people. If you go back and look, yeah, Speaking Peter Cushing, yeah, well, a bunch of people from all of this stuff. But yeah. yeah, there's like all the and a lot of stuntmen that got to appear on screen, uh, like as themselves which because they had the bone structure of a Mexican. Exactly, that's a big James Bond thing. That's right, right. Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, the blue eyed, blue eyed Mexican with dark skin tan makeup on. Yeah, just cover him brown. And say, yeah, right, you're Mexican. Great. It's the '60s. So, James, Mark, you guys are veterans of this podcast at this point. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you might... Octopussy strong. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You know, last week we just did the new Octopussy episode. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Oh, I should have had you back. Well, we didn't want to... You didn't want to double up? Put you through that twice. (laughs) I appreciate that. That's very nice of both of you. Well, we uh, aim to please here, and uh, I don't think we went as long as the last Octopussy episode. Didn't we have to go plug meters... Nine times during but, you that. know the common misconception the 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 braces Jaws girlfriend wearing braces Mandela effect of that episode was that it was three hours long but I think it was actually two hours long so the cold opens episode we did with you James is I think the, the longest, longest episode we've done wow mm. yeah well Guys, done I'm gonna start this over welcome to the James Bonding podcast <laughs> my name is James Bladen uh. No. So uh, Pete and Alex do this wonderful podcast that I've been on a handful of times where they break down basically every Star Wars movie in release order m- minute by minute. Every episode is a minute. Mm-hmm. It's if you even if you're not a fan of Star Wars, these just two great podcasters, so you're going to win either way. Well, that's kind of you to say. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm the first to admit it's not necessarily for everybody. We do go pretty deep into stuff, but it's not I think we like to we're hardcore casual Hardcore fans. casual. That's kind of what we are. We call ourselves lovers, not experts. Yeah. Yeah. I've been using that. To, I've adapted that a little bit. That's good. that for some stuff. What is uh, your first exposure or experience to James Bond? Do you, do you remember? Do you have a formative origin story? Uh, I remember seeing uh, For Your Eyes Only. It was on uh, HBO when, I w- when we first got HBO. And, you know, so I saw it like 55 times or something like that. <laughs> And then my uh, stepfather introduced us to some of the Sean Connery Bonds wow. after that. So It's crazy how many people's first introduction to Bond was HBO like in summer. Like it's lunacy. Yeah. <laughs> like had they not done this, I think they wouldn't be making the movies anymore. You may be right, yeah. Mm. They would have just died in the 90s had like, HBO not existed. It's like how like the Russians fluoridated the water here and got us all socialists. Like that's basically what <laughs> <Sure>. they did. <laughs> uh, Matt? What? What? <laughs> you guys aren't familiar? Anyway, that's why you're liberal. That's why this room is a bunch of Hollywood elites, because you've been floridated with communist floridation. Yeah. Oh. Every time we come out here, we feel a little bit more, you know, socialist. Then that's we go right. Back to New York, and we just grumble about stuff. And then... Oh, they only did, did in California. Yeah. Oh, it's different. Just LA. Florida, Actually, it's oh. just LA County. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Portland where they voted down floridation and they stopped floridating the water. Really? For precisely that reason. Well, actually, it was more like a hippie version because they were like, oh, we don't want toxins in the water and all that uh, stuff. So. Well, we should mention Alex has no teeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pete? It's the meth. I have teeth. Okay, good. Um, I I was trying to figure this out because I have a weird, uh, speaking of octopusy, I, I had a weird kind of uh, memory of, 
I think somebody took me to see Octopussy in the theater when it was out. That's which, my first theater bond. But it wasn't so what me. year was that? 83. 83. So I was like eight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess, I don't know, things were different maybe. But I don't, yeah. I, like today I wouldn't take an eight-year-old to see, well, A, to see a, a movie that involves, you know, centered around kind of uh, killing and espionage. But also it's called Octopussy. Yeah. So you're going to have to explain that to the eight-year-old. There's a circus in it. That's all exactly. I remember. Yeah, I never yeah. stopped to think about that. My dad, 10 years old, took me, my dad, who's 10, <laughs> took me to see Octopussy. And did I ever go, I never asked. And I, I vaguely remember saying, I don't think I should ask about that. Because mm. I think I knew, because the way people talked about that title was like, I think that's something like sex related. So I'm too, I don't want to know the answer. I don't want to be embarrassed. So yeah. don't ask anything. Yeah. You were in college. so I saw Terminator <laughs> 2 when I was seven in the theater. Mm. Oof. I don't understand this whole shielding children from things, guys. <laughs> yeah. Look how I turned out. Right. My dad <laughs> took me to Apocalypse Now and Animal House when I was less than 10 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It was yeah. a double feature. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Godfather when I was a young, young kid, and I loved it. What was your first R-rated movie in a theater? In a theater? Yeah. Uh, oh. Let me think. Mm-hmm. I know what mine is well, Matt. Thinks. Yeah, please. Stripes. Oh, nice. that's a great one. I got my dad to write me a note. That is two-thirds oh, of a wow. great one. Is, Whoa. Vaca- <laughs> is Vacation R? Yeah, he wrote me a note. I don't think Vacation is R. Another HBO no. staple. Uh, yeah. Mark, do you know a fan? My first R-rated movie in the theater? Yeah. It, honestly, it might be like Pulp Fiction. Really? Oh, wow. What? Late. My parents... Yeah, I'm, Matt knows this. You've yeah. heard this. My parents didn't really go to the movies. They didn't really take us to the movies... And so wow. I think I probably saw right around the age that my friends started getting driver's licenses is when I would go to any movie. I yeah. would see anything. But yeah, before that in the theater, we just uh, we probably saw E.T., Return of the Jedi, I just like the big sure, movies. But I don't think we, we, never, we never went to... I don't think we ever went to an R-rated movie as a as, like a, as a family, <laughs> and I have two younger brothers too, so that also oh, yeah. would have sort of mm, yeah. mitigated my chances of being able to see an R-rated movie. Mine was Deep Throat. Mm, there <laughs> oh, you go. yeah, that's weird. It's NC seventeen. It's not. Oh, you're right. Okay, I'll think. I'll think again. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't qualify. It was probably like Rambo. Or First Blood? No, or Part like, Two or yeah. Cobra? Was that R? I well, it had to be R. yeah. Isn't isn't Rambo Two First Blood Two Rambo? Rambo Rambo Rambo, Rambo First, First Blood, Blood Part Rambo Two. Rambo First Blood Part Two. Okay. Yeah, but then and there's then, a Rambo Three, and then Rambo Three. But Rambo First Blood Part Two has Stephen Burkoff from Octopussy. This is great. They're all oh. you got us back. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm with you on the HBO. I certainly saw tons of R-rated movies yeah. on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. I just we just never went to the theater. Yeah. And Cinemax. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> all right. So Pete, now yeah. you were gracious enough on the plane to prepare a little something for this, which is the biggest gift to us. <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know how rewarding it'll be, but wow! Like, like, How'd was... you bake? <laughs> look at that on the I plane them, you know can I use that little microwave oven and they're like oh. easy bake yeah. it's a dump cake so I made a powerpoint which of James Bond Star oh Wars crossover god. stuff god this is incredible oh and we're gonna we can do it as kind of like a little free for all quiz not keeping score just you know okay Keep score at home. Send uh, us the results. You can keep score at home. Sure. Yeah. So, part of, but it's PowerPoint, which is good for podcasting. So visually, you guys will have to help explain some of the stuff. I think. Okay. The listeners this okay. is great. Well, right now it says James Bond slash Star Wars crossover stuff, and there's blurry pictures of Doctor No and A New Hope right. side by side. 
Um, this is exciting. So this, so it's actors that have been in the, in both have had roles in both franchises, uh, and I put it into categories. Even round one is big bads, oh. easy stuff. This we'll is just go great. out there. We'll, this is we'll, great. This, this is, is like you uh, don't know how happy I am. Batting practice. <laughs> we'll just kind of you know knock them out of the park. First one, obviously, you guys know who this Christopher guy is. Christopher Lee. Christopher right. Lee. I can right. name him right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Knickknack Tabasco. Yeah. Scaramanga Man with the Golden and Gun. And then he's also Count Dooku right. in Star Wars Episode Two. Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> what was he? I forget again. Darth what? Tyrannus. Thank you. Yeah. Or Tyrannus? Tyrannus. 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 Uh, who the hell is this, this handsome gent? Julian Glover. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Julian Glover. That's oh, another yeah. thing you could do is Game of Thrones crossovers. Yeah, sure. And yeah. Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah. And he's Julian Glover, who's right. uh, Christados from uh, For Your Eyes Only, and is also General Veers mm-hmm. uh, in Empire Strikes Back. He makes the, the Walker attack on Hoth base. Yes. And she's only the competent. Generator. Imperial officer. Right, that's right. He mo- yeah, he's the ass kicker. I he, think he there are many done. BTS competent Imperial officers. I mean, think about organizing the infrastructure, you know, deciding whether or not to put a shiny black floor in. Logistics. Yeah. Figuring out which way the door is going to open. Mm-hmm. You know? Handrails? Handrails? Yeah. No. No handrails. Never. No, you don't need them. It's a space station. Signage? Where, where's that going? <laughs> Some may be signage. Some yeah, we don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, probably one guy that was like, we should change the way this says tractor beam to English. <laughs> <laughs> That was George Lucas. He did that after. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was reverse. Didn't they change it from... Oh, yes. No, that reverse. is reverse. Right. Yeah. That is reverse. And they were like, what the hell is this? We can't read this. <laughs> yeah. Go get the Orbesh guy in. Okay, who's next? Uh, next one up. <gasps> Are we... Wait, it's uh, Blofeld from behind. Which is... That is the... Oh, I know. This is, it's, this I know. is the Blofeld. Vader shot. No. This is, <laughs> this is for your eyes only, Blofeld, but it's, it's Lobot. Yes. It's, oh. What's Lofeld, his name? John Hollis. Only is John Hollis Lobot. Whoa! Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Also, Flash Gordon, right? But he, yeah, he's, he's not even called Blofeld in For Your Eyes Only because they don't have the rights to that character anymore, so they kill him off, and right. you never see his face. You just see his bald head. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that's some of the stainless steel he had in the delicatessen? <laughs> Which is now going to get lots of tariffs on it. <laughs> that's, uh, that is my go-to number one. Halloween costume. But you, should I ne- should I ever need to you do gotta it? You got to do it. I know. Yeah. I need to just get it. And you do don't it. need to lowbot it, man. You could fucking blowfeld it. He has I have blowfelded it. Yeah. Neck brace, wheelchair, blowfeld. No, with cat on your lap. Mm. Think about it. I did have a cat. Yeah. Okay. Well, and a Nehru suit. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But you this, also... I need to get the lowbot thing going. Yeah. It's just a, a, it's just some Beats headphones. Warm. He's also <laughs> one of the big heads in Superman in the Tribunal, yeah. right? Wow. He's also the bass player for Big Head Todd and the Monsters. <laughs> That's true. We should. All of this is true. If, if you can name if any of these people are in a Superman or like other classic 80s movie, it's worth mentioning. There, yeah, there's a handful right. that are also, yeah. again, same thing. because it's the, uh, This is like Christmas to me. This All right, next two. <laughs> whole round for Octopussy. Oh. Oh. This is thrilling. Oh, I already know two two that sit side by side. That's, do you want to yeah. say, do you want to guess ahead of time or you want to? I'll wait because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> right Here's there. one. Right yeah. there. Okay. This, he doesn't really have a, a, an official name, but he's... Uh, He's, yeah, he's, he's like official. American military guy, but he's in um, oh, U.S. aid. He's, okay. don't, he's don't frighten us with your with your sorcerer's, sorcerer's ways. ways. He's Tarkin's assembly room guy, yeah. right? You wanna, you, oh, your sorcerer's ways. How do you pronounce ways. his last name? Le Parmentier. Le Parmentier. Le Parmentier. I just call him Le Parm. He's Le Parm. Le Parm. <laughs> Dick Le Parm. Dick Le Parm. 
I was at a restaurant once, and his picture was framed on the wall. Oh, which from what movie? From Star Wars. Yeah. Him in the... the Not the, from Octopussy? No, no. And it <laughs> said, uh, like, to Roberto's, the stakes are better than on the Death Star. But so he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the... I don't know, um, I don't know. He's I at the, the circus. Higher on the Death Star. He's at the Octopussy Circus, and he's sitting next to the general... Well, yeah, so that's it. So he's Admiral Mahdi. Oh, Mahdi, okay. Mahdi. And he's sitting next to you. That's him as the general, oh, the like, yeah. childlike and, general. And, and he, that's Hoth base commander. Yes. Yeah. I don't know his name. Boa. Hey, tell us he's solo. Oh, my God, he's they worked it out. General Raikin. General Raikin, who I always thought, and you guys can confirm, I guess mm. it probably wasn't, that he was 80 yard because his voice was such a voiceover kind of. No, voice. but that's him. That's yeah. his actual voice. Yeah. So rebel uniforms for generals, you mm-hmm. roll some sort of dice, and whatever you roll is what you wear. <laughs> yeah. It's or the Purina. 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 Yeah. 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 But look at those or collars. Those cough drops. Like he's basically yeah. wearing a neck pillow. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so comfortable. <laughs> so they can just very comfortable. Is that a uh, Bib Fortuna that has the thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is Bib. Yeah. Fortuna. It kind of yeah. looks like that. I love the Hoth uniforms for Leia, for the soldiers, for everything. God, they're good. They yeah. Are good. I should have spent more time there. It's a shame that they're only there for a little bit, and then we have to go. Yeah, well, I mean, Empire chases them away. Seems silly to stay That's after true. that base attack. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a logic to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then this guy. Mm. Oh, whoa. John Lennon. Okay, exactly. so this Marty is Feldman. the guy from Octopussy. That's like the. Is he like the art curator? Who is he in Octopussy? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's the. Nazi bus. Is he driver. on the train? We just watched it. Yeah, he might be on the train. I think, I think he's, he's a Russian, like he's definitely also general. Russian. Yeah. But why? I think I, he's on be... the. That is the train. That is Octopussy's Circus train car. Oh, I didn't he's watch the guy Octopussy that handles the nuke. This, so he's the guy with the nuke. Okay, that shows how to use it, right? With the little John Lennon glasses. Yeah. But who is he in? Star I don't know Wars? who he is in Star Wars. Wait a minute. Alex? I have no idea. Slogan. Can we have an alien? Can we have his name? Uh, yeah, it's Greedo. <laughs> his name in Octopussy? Or the yeah, actor? His real name. All right, yeah. It's, uh... There we go. Dermot Crowley. Crowley. That's it's a great camp. name. Camp. Camp. Or comp. Yeah. yeah. Definitely in comp. Octopussy. Comp. Oh, I feel like I'm going to kick myself when I see who this is. Uh, <sighs> which which? Oh, movie? Han Solo. There we go. <laughs> Han Solo. Which that movie is he in? Rogue. In Star Wars? He's in yeah. Star Wars. No, no. He, but in the Star Wars yeah. Yeah. saga, he's in Return of the Jedi. Oh. It's not Bib Fortuna, is it? No. Mm. That's the guy from Werewolf in London, which right. I learned from your guys' podcast. That's right. This is the, the premier mime of the time. Okay, hold on. So this is... <laughs> he's from Return of the Jedi. Mime of the time. Do you see his face in Return of the Jedi? Oh, I, yes. I think I know who it is. Is he an alien? Is it General Nadine? It is. General <gasps> it is. Nadine. Oh, he's just about to get there. Holy oh my shit! God, with his fake wow. Beard. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is the best podcast ever. I am having so much fun. <laughs> I wish this never ended. This type he, of thing really scratches an itch for me. I he don't had know a what beard for something. Then when he showed up for Jedi, he was clean shaven, like a like. When he auditioned, like, he had a beard, and right. they were like, "Why'd you shave off your beard? Right. Here, so where this felt." Him, they gave him a fake beard for Jedi. They yeah. couldn't like push his scenes a month. <laughs> Right, probably not. But also, it's like, just did, have, did have they say beard. your beard? Like you're looks in the fake. casting it's process, and you're you gotta go immediately. <laughs> we couldn't make a decision on General Maydean. We got this guy; he shaved his beard. You can't fucking push the schedule. God damn it! When they put his fake beard on, did they say your beard looks so fake? We need to make your hair look more fake <laughs> yeah. to just disguise it from the uh, Let's just style around it. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. Oh 
Um, oh, and this guy. Okay, well, Jeremy Bullock. The there you go. Out. He was. Uh, we just talked about him as well in Star Wars Minute because he's in Revenge of the Sith as well. Yeah, right. He just came up so as the same that's, character. That's Boba Fett, the same guy who does that. What's Boba his Fett. name in um, Bond? He has a name like well, Smithers, Smithers or Carruthers yeah. or something. I forget. Smithers. Smithers. Oh, it's Smithers. 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 It's Jeremy Bullock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, of course, played uh, Lieutenant Shekel. <laughs> Shekel. Shekel. It's so weird that he played someone other than Boba Fett in a scene that Boba Fett's in. Yeah, yeah. That it's a weird. It's the move, magic of movie making. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course Boba Fett. Wow. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. One Boba of many Fett. actors to play Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. I just saw that somebody else was Boba Fett in another scene. While I was researching this, I was like, oh, that guy played Boba Fett in one scene, but I can't remember who it was. Yes, yeah, so how many Boba Fetts Not- are there? It's just one clone. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> There's a lot. Wouldn't you Boy, clone a clone? Yeah. Is it. Truly, the- well, I subscribe to the multiplicity theory of cloning. And sure. By yeah. the fourth time, he just likes pizza. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pizza. That's Barbara Streisand's dog. Uh, uh, next up, Imperial Officers. Here we go. These are all great. just Imperial Officers. I have officers. a lot of questions about Imperial Officers. Good. Good. So you've come to the right place. Yeah. I mean, I've come Thank to the right place. God. Yes, you have. Uh, first, does this guy look familiar? Okay, hold on. For the listeners at home, you say. Uh, spy who loved me, sub submarine guy. Stromberg one captain. Oh, no. oh, so it's he, the big he, uh, ship that swallows the sub. Mm, I don't know. That would be Stromberg one. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. 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 So he's a, so he's a he's a defector. Yeah, obviously he decided to sign up with the right. mercenary group of Stromberg. Mm-hmm. George Rubisek. But he really wanted to start World War Three, so he hopped on board. I like how closely we're staring at this. Yeah. I should have projected. So he's somewhere. definitely an imperial officer. I'm trying to he's remember. Imperial officer. Imperial. You know what I can tell from here in the movie Star Wars. His water could have used in the some movie flora. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Is he the guy walking with Vader at the top of the film in the Tantive Four? <laughs> Tantive. Holding her Tantive. is dangerous. That guy. He's not holding her is dangerous, but he's close. He's uh, part of that same thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he comes yeah. up. Oh, he's, he's holding. The one, the, the... He's holding her is totally cool. What's his voice is like this, right? Like uh, no life forms were aboard. Yeah, Commander Commander Prodigy. But that he's definitely ADR'd. Okay, so uh, lieutenant without rank would be below a commander. Why is his imperial garb just pure black? What is the 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 black to the green? The black to the green. I know (laughs) you guys are lovers, not experts. It's but it's gray too. There's black, green, and gray. Okay, and it doesn't seem to have. I think like after the fact, they've gone to put in rhyme and reasons. Yeah, especially the little chest plates that have the the telephone buttons, status bars. Yeah, Mm. but um. I Do you think, think it's maybe like Star Trek, where they're different departments? Kind of. I'll I allow think. it. That's that's what they they, they like. All right, you're in the Navy, so you get to wear this. You're in the Army, you get uh-huh. to wear this. Uh-huh. But, uh, James, have you shut your curtain too? The lights coming in here. Nope. You guys are all missing it. It's on the door. There's curtain. All right, I'll get action. it. Action. Heavy it curtain. Doesn't go action. that way, Matt. Hang on. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Sexy. Is that uh, enough? That's enough. Hey, that's enough. Hey, it's enough. Uh, Does this guy look familiar? That guy looks like he's selling microwaves in the valley. Yeah. Just out on the It looks like Fest Park. Blurry. It's a a very uh, Bigfoot kind of photo. Uh, Michael Caine's brother. (laughs) Yes. Looks like Michael Caine. Does he not? I have no idea who that is. He's also, he played another role. So we'll throw that in there too. Does this guy look familiar? Oh, that's Thunderball. Yeah. Uh, he's the pilot is he the brother that gets Domino's brother that gets taken under the water I don't know 
Yes. I know he's a he's Vulcan pilot. Uh, Vulcan co-pilot. And then he's also Punting Man. What is Punting Man? <laughs> from Russia with Love. I don't know, but I loved the description. Punting Man. In there. Vulcan punting Russia with Love. We just watched Vulcan Pilot. I know. Is he like, in a gondola or something? Or like... I would assume like a... He's putting up punting for... <laughs> but, hunting not man. A thing. Bunting? Bunting. Yeah. Bunting. But who is he in Star Wars? Uh, Michael Culver. Michael he's Culver. an Imperial officer. Oh, right. He's an Imperial <laughs> officer. Again, that's going to get. I'm just guessing. Yeah, it tends to get it. more and more obscure, so it's going to be less and less rewarding because you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy in the, <laughs> who's in the background who said that one thing. And By the way, how many of these do you have total? Because I want to pace myself because I don't want this to end. <laughs> like, I don't want to find that we've only got three left. I think I did four rounds each. This is round three. Four. This is round. Yeah. It we're is? almost done. No, this is round two. Okay. That's good. I thought this was round this three. Round three. Yeah. It there is? was something Octopussy, Imperial oh, Octopussy. Officers. This is Big Baz round octopusy officers. Oh, so there's only one more round left. One, one more round, round after this. Fuck. Sorry. I'm sorry, man. Right. <laughs> um, Michael Culver. Culver. Can you tell Culver. us which movie? Uh, not without looking ahead a slide, because I don't remember off the top of my head. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. He looks so different in those two pictures. Oh, I think. Well, one's clear. I, I think blurry. he's. Yeah. I think he's in Empire. If he's who I remember. I, if I said I would just be guessing. Okay, why don't you guess? Is it Captain Nita? It's Captain Nita. Lorth Nita. Captain Lorth Nita. Oh, Lorth. Oh, oh, he doesn't God. even look anything like he did in those James Bond I see films. him in the punting. Thunderball. Not, uh, wow, I yeah, didn't know he's he the one was who the loses Thunderball the, guy? the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. The Empire Nita. is sad. Oh, he gets choked? Apology accepted. Apology Captain Nita. Apology accepted. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> um, all right, next up is... This oh, guy looks I know familiar. this guy. Oh, that's I know from that, Living yeah. uh, Daylights. It's from Living yeah. Daylights, and he's the one that at the top of um, Return of the Jedi, when they're yeah. Vader's shuttle. He looks like in. a Thunderbirds puppet. Yes, he does. He, <laughs> he looks like a Monty Python character. Um, like, yeah, I think I even know his name. Animated. Is his last name... Um, oh, wow. His, his Imperial Officer last name or his actor last name? His actor last name, because I've tried to research him for I Was There Too. Mm. Uh, but no, I'm thinking of Neil McGinnis or no, who am I thinking of? Angus McGinnis, the guy who's gold leader. Gold leader, yeah. yeah. That's um, no, his name is uh, Glenn Johns. Gl- oh, Glenn, Glenn Baker. Baker. Sorry, Glenn yeah. Baker. Glenn yeah. Johns is somebody else. Uh, and he was 002, I guess, in right. the Daylights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right in the opening. Uh, we lost yeah. a lot of good doubles that day. Lieutenant Endicott. Right. Hmm. Endicott. From, he looks from the familiar. Beginning of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Where he's, yeah. He lets them through the... Uh, do you think he's ever like, just the call show? me Lutendicott? <laughs> if I were him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks particularly snotty there, too. Which yeah, is he good. does. He's, so he's got a good snotty face. Um, Seems like a guy who would have a Lutendicott screen name. <laughs> they've got to have yeah, screen names, right? Imperial Star screen name. Yeah, they've got to be messaging each other. Yeah. What did he say in the movie? This was in Empire? No, Jedi. In Jedi. Jedi. What did he say in, in Jedi? Um, it's nothing memorable. It's, judging by that photo... Ha. Yeah. Yeah. Something hey, like guys. That. He does look like he's about to make a snide remark out it's of the corner Lutendicott. of his mouth. <laughs> Yeah. I think that was probably it. Uh, I think he's just ba- like he's informing the people that, you know, Vader Shuttle is here or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. With the, I can't remember his lines. He's right in so the beginning. Guys, he guys, guys, he's here. He's here. He may <laughs> have, he, does he have the first line in the movie? He might. Uh, it could be. I think it's either him or the who's the pilot of the shuttle, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Frank. Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank, Frank Pilot. Pilot. Frank, Frank Pilot. Pilot. <laughs> All right, next up. 
Oh, look at that. Oh. Speaking of Wait my earliest movie memories. Wait Which 008, 009? I think I know this one. Yeah, is it 009? I think, I think we talked about it off the air. Oh, so. we did? Possibly. This is the guy who's the other double O in Octopussy that's the clown. Yeah, which is what made me think that Octopussy was the first one that, like, I remembered seeing this whole scene with the clown in the the theater, and I was like, wait a minute, and Fabergé eggs, and this whole thing. You mean a scene of a clown being chased through the woods by a man throwing knives stuck with you as a child? (laughs) Strangely. Very strange. I can't imagine. (laughs) Something, you know, at eight years old, it was just like, that's normal. Well, I have no idea who this is, because it's impossible to tell what he looks like. Yeah, it's tough, because he's under makeup. Maybe his name. They get harder, too. That I oh, forgot to mention that. This is kind great. of. Um, he is Andy Bradford. 009. It's 009. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, man. Okay. I was wrong. Can you tell us which movie he's. I thought it was William Hootkins. Oh, no. no. But he's in Raiders. You yeah. get a lot of Raiders crossover, too. He's not never yeah. in a Bond movie? No, I didn't no, I but wanted he's in, to fit him in here. There's somebody that I else that I wanted Batman. to fit in here that I couldn't because it didn't fit a category and yeah. I had to be that way. Who is it? Um, it's. I forgot the actor's name now, but uh, Malakili, the Ranker Keeper, is in... Oh! Um, he's in one of the 80s ones. Yeah. Think of the Guy That Cries? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's The Guy That Cries. I know who that you're talking about. What one is he in? The Man Who Cries. <clears throat> Hootkins was also in Flash Gordon. Yes. And Batman. And Batman. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so 009, uh, Andy Bradford. Also Pinewood. Was Lieutenant Tanbris? Oh yeah, in Star Wars, the motion picture. He looks like so. Michael Sheen there. He's the one who goes up and tells yeah. uh, Darth Vader um, that uh, the counts rebel- how many rebel sh- rebel ships there are. Yeah, that there's like a, there's thirty rebel ships, and then Vader gets all uppity about they're avoiding the turbo lasers, and they're gonna have to go get them ship to ship. This which film? Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Really a seems new hope. like uh-huh. Star Wars in the Star Wars universe. The Imperial fleet has a real problem with their turbo lasers mm. and range. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need to, maybe if they, they stop sure being... do. I feel like they're just like, well, boy, we, they really got us this time. We got to send out these Tie Fighters. <laughs> Thank yeah. God we have these on board. <laughs> like, why even have the lasers. turbo lasers at this point? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you if you can drop out of hyperspace on a dime. Also, Why have turbo lasers? Well, lasers yeah. go, are light. They go the speed of light. They don't need to be turbine injected. Well, so if you turn the and turbo down, stop. it would go oh, a little I farther. I think it's the cooling oh. is turbo. Okay. Oh, well, it's turbine turbo sense. cooling. All right, yeah. reinstate the turbo lasers. Thank right. you. But also take them away because they're useless. <gasps> oh, dudes uh, in masks. This, this is round four. This is my dream, which okay. is going to be tough. I yeah, love it's all. In masks. Re- you might recognize them in in Bond, but then it's just they're some dude in a in a mask and okay. All right. Um, and I think the first one you have a you have a leg up on Matt because it's uh, you recognize oh, this guy Anthony Forrest. That's right. Uh, Full size Sam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> he so, is. Uh, I didn't. Anthony Forrest was a he was Palmer on the USS Wayne in The Spy Who Loved Me. He's also this. This are not the droids you're looking for. Sand Trooper. Yeah. Was, what? Oh, was, How do you know that? Because he was on. I had him I was, on you were there too. too? Yeah, that's right. Boy, oh boy, it's kind of cheating. Yeah, yeah. it's got a whole. He also played Fixer in the deleted scenes. Right. Of Star Wars. Fixer. Fixer. Luke's friend Fixer, Cammy, and Biggs. Oh, like who goes to visit secret. him and is like, "You got to get out of this." Yeah. That uh, Uncle Hellhole. Biggs is in uh, one of these too, but he's such a blurry picture and he's such a background character that I, I didn't, I couldn't get him in there. I don't think I realized that he's in. It could be Spy Who Loved Me, or it's one one of these kind mm-hmm. of right around the same era. Like, but wow. but Garrick Hagen is in there. 
Um, Next one up. You recognize this guy. The guy firing Dick the boom box. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's something they're developing for the Americans. America's sweetheart. Yeah. It's called the Ghetto Blaster. That's, That's what right. it's called in the film. That's what they call it. Yeah. Right. Ghetto Blaster. That was just kind of what it was called at the time. It's not... Uh, Boom no, 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 it, it is what it is. Although, yeah, this. Oh, no, oh, no. Matt ran away. There's a cat involved. Oh, okay. Uh, Margot has the answer. Always. Mm. Do you know who this is in James Bond? Because I feel like I know who it is in Star Wars. I do not know who it is in Star Wars. I know who it is in James Bond. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think he gets a real name. That's in uh, Q oh. Division Technician. Okay. That he is... sure looks like Bib Fortuna. No, me? it's not Bib Fortuna. Is that in. Um... That's Stick Two. Stick Two. Is that in. <laughs> Klaatu? Barada? Barada? No, no. Not that close. Beautiful <laughs> Kill? Is that Beautiful Kill? No, that's Living Daylights, I think. Close? Nikto's close? Not really. Oh. I mean, in close, in, it's, I like a guy. How they're it's also a creature in a mask. It's a Star Wars They're guy. developing the thing that Surge sells Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Mm. <laughs> Except that had oh. a microwave also. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, it was a boombox with a microwave? In Beverly Hills Cop 3 and a machine gun and wow. a flamethrower? I'm just going to name some names. Squid Head. No. Reese. No. Prune face. No. Oh, Alan Harris? Nine no. Alan Harris. Nine Dengar. No. Yak face. Uh, no. Forlo M. No. IG88. Getting warmer. IG88. Zuckus. Zuckus. No. Bosk. Bosk. Oh. Wow. Alan Harris was the man in the mask. He must got, be pretty I got tall. A, a solid IG88 joke in the Goldberg's Baseballs episode. Let's Stay hear tuned, it. guys. Okay. Um, nice. You can't give us a sneak peek? Uh, it's something to the effect of uh, Adam's just rattling off. Um, Star Wars facts, because uh, his girlfriend's parents are talking about uh, the Reagan initiative and not actually Star Wars, and then he just finally thinks he has something to talk to them about. So he just starts, so we do a bunch of cuts, and it was, uh, uh, now while IG-88 isn't a, isn't a, isn't a uh, main character, he does get his own action figure, and he pulls out the action figure, and he goes, showing that everyone in the galaxy is important. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous thing that we... When that Holy. happens, do the prop people go on eBay and get an IG-88 action yeah. figure? Did you get the small one or the big one? The big one. Wow. So, oh, how much did, did they get the 90s one we or buy they get the 80s one? Everything's authentic on the show. So, and it either how much comes did you have to Adam pay for that? Himself, okay. Who uh, also, you know, is yeah. a collector or he makes the show by it and then he keeps it. So he got to keep an original issue, <laughs> mm. tall. Oh, guaranteed. Oh, Does that's... he keep writing expensive yeah, toys really. into the show? Right. Like, I back the show. There's a fuck fat expensive toys. <laughs> Vinyl Cape Jawa right. episode. Yeah. Can we make I a joke around that? If I ran a show, that's I would also write in right. expensive James Bond toys. <laughs> you would just do watches and boots. <laughs> yep, watches and boots. And take so golly. Did you know Marvel is unveiling their first scripted podcast ever, and it's available exclusively on Stitcher Premium? It's called Wolverine The Long Night. You'll be immersed in a murder investigation that explores a string of mysterious deaths in Burns, Alaska. The series stars Richard Armitage as Wolverine, who you might know as Thorin Oakenshield from the Hobbit trilogy, plus a special appearance from comedian and podcast host Chris Gethard. To listen now, go to WolverinePodcast.com and use the code MARVEL for a free month of Stitcher Premium. I've heard this podcast. It's excellent. Go to WolverinePodcast.com and use the code MARVEL for a free month of Stitcher Premium. Have you guys talked about the, the hotel in Milan 
Did you did I hear about that from you guys or did I? Uh, that was right said, Fred. Oh, there you go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, there's a there's a James Bond like hotel in Milan. I don't think I wait. Knew what in Milan? There's there's a guy who's just a huge James Bond fan who opened a hotel and he's been buying collectibles and so the whole place is stocked with Bond collectibles and some of the rooms are themed I think to movies and stuff oh, like that. Wow. What? Mm. What are we doing? Let's go. Let's go now. Let's Road go. trip to Milan. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Let's go. We're going to look this up. We're going to figure this out. I'll take the view to a kill room, please. (laughs) I'll take the Tomorrow Never Dies room. Sir, that's never been booked. Thank you. (laughs) In fact, ironically, the view to a kill room has no view. (laughs) Right. You open the door, and it, it, like it's literally just view to the worst street in Milan where people are often murdered. Yeah. It's authentic. All right, let's let's All right, go. Boss. Next one, surprise! It's impossible to get these by guessing. So this is again, we'll see. Be fun, but it'll be fun to guess. Uh, and this one was new to me. You recognize this guy? Is he a gypsy and from Russia with love? He is a gypsy and from Russia with love. Yeah, gypsy from Russia with love. Alf Mangan. Alf Mangan. Probably Alfred, right? Yeah, okay. He didn't play Alf. Not in life form? I don't think so. close. He does play an alien in life form. I feel like, is he someone in a cantina or he is? He is somebody in a cantina. Look at that. You're in the zone there. Muftak? No. He's not Panda Baba, is he? No. He's Rook to Baba. Panda Baba 10. No. Filtipern? Is he a jizz dancer or whatever it is? A jizz whaler? He's not in the movie. Okay. Is he one of the Not band? Not in that movie, anyway. Hmm? Is he one of the band? No. Is he, oh. The band, I think, was all the uh, ILM, like the costume department. They just oh. put them on themselves. And Does like, he get his arm cut off? No. I like that this turned into, like, true-false. He's not like, um, uh, Boshek, is he? No. No, he, has, he doesn't he's, have a mask. He's wearing a mask. He's not the spacesuit guy, is he? No. Oh. Aren't they all in spacesuits? In, in a sense. Yeah, I guess. They're just called suits. Suits in space. <laughs> is it the guy with the white head with the little... Probiscus and the and the black two black eyes. No, oh yeah, like the slee stack looking guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. What? He's not um, the big dick nosed elephant guy. No, okay. Not he was. Uh, we all. He. If we were talking about expensive toys before, he came up. He would have come up. Snaggletooth. Going. He played Snaggletooth. Oh wow. Oh. Which is I didn't know anybody played Snaggletooth, and yeah. let alone then I was as I was looking researching this, I was like, oh, a guy played Snaggletooth, and he was in a bunch of other stuff. What else was he in? Hmm. Uh, just a handful, you know, kind of same kind of a stuff. Yeah, stuff. Maybe I like more that earlier. he basically has uh, human pattern hair. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> Jesus, it's more yeah. relatable. Right. Basically, a ginger. red curly hair. I think they just cut off somebody's hair and just like glued patches of it on. I think there they just had like, a wig lying around and they're like, let's let's yeah. do this. Probably because the mask was had a big hole in it. Right. Uh, and then lastly, uh, who's this guy? Daniel oh, Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh, look at that. Guys, Force I Awakens. know what he does. Yeah. He talks out of a Stormtrooper helmet that he's not actually in. Scavenger scum. And he played FN1824 oh. in the Star Wars. Great year. Mm. Oh. Good vintage. Yeah. Good yeah. vintage. That's that all I, I got. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was beautiful. That was really something. He uh, plays Daisy Ridley. Imagine that. It's a lot wow. of makeup. But. Are, there, are there any other major actors that we're missing? That we, that, we missing. Missing. We missing. Are we <laughs> that we missing? Are we missing? That we missing? Oh yeah, let me look at what the no carry. Not a major actor at all, but Malakili, what he was. Yeah, um, he plays like someone, there. like a diplomat or like kind of a pat. Ah, he's like a goofball. I can picture his face. He's in a suit. Oh. Yeah, there's a bunch of 
almost ran is in this folder now that I put that. It's a great folder to scan through because it's just a bunch of pictures of background characters, background actors. Isn't Jake Lloyd in one of the Pierce Brosnan movies? <laughs> yeah, he plays M. Uh, it's for your eyes only. Look at that. Here we go. Uh, that's why I haven't seen oh, it in him. a long time. I can't. Speaking you know, of that, Paul Brook, Malakili. Yes, this guy in Pierce Brosnan. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Ah. That's right. He's got the weird eye. He looks. Yeah. Does he cry in that also? I can't. He looks like it. He he always reminds me of Mel Brooks's sidekick in those later movies like High Anxiety and uh Oh, Ron Carey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all crossover, man. I just watched this French show called Lamont about this female serial killer, but Carol Bouquet from but Four Your Eyes. Stars Only. the guy from Sanford and Son. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a point after that. What was it? Wasn't that the name of the spinoff? Lamont. Lamont? Was it? What was the name of the, the Sanford and Son spinoff with Red Fox? Sanford, Sanford Arms. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. Grady opened up their thing as a hotel. <laughs> wow. Oh, they were like, "Boy, Faulty Towers is great. What if Grady ran the?" <laughs> sure, that wasn't the Shining. <laughs> a lot a of Shining Grady. crossover in the hotel. There's Shining Bond crossover. Yeah. So yeah, it's the same. Barry Nelson is the guy that interviews Jack Nicholson, and he was the first Jimmy ever Bond. James Bond. Jimmy well, Bond. Uh, as possibly the guy who's maybe represents the everyman here mm-hmm. rather than the super fan or the dead. Uh, when these actors are asked by people, do you think they say, I'm an actor? Right. And then they're someone says, well, what, what, what were you in? Mm-hmm. Do you think they say Star Wars first, or do you think they Star say Wars. James Bond's first? Probably James Star Wars. Wars. Although, Although I wonder the... where they are. Like, like 009? Like, yeah. he, like he's got you're... a featured thing in that versus the guy who said one, one line I also think in if Star you're Wars. in London, yeah. they're probably going to oh, be yeah. like, James Bond. It's yeah. You know? Well, like the Malakili guy, I bet he go. I bet they all go as Star Wars and James Bond. Right. And like, Superman, you might as well hit him. And yeah, and Superman. Go through the whole, the whole deal. Yeah. Star Wars, James Bond, Raiders. Right. Is there anybody in all three? There's got to be. I bet we can find one. Star Wars, Raiders, James Bond. Oh, yeah, I love Julian Trouble. Glover. Julian Glover, yeah. yeah. Julian uh, Glover. Allison Duty's a crossover. She's uh, she Elsa Star Wars? in Cross in, um, no, not Star Wars. Frozen. But she's in View to a Kill and uh, <laughs> Last Crusade. Man, I don't uh, feel like you're taking this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Laparm, La too. Richard Laparmentier. Dick Laparm. Uh, Laparm. Oh, yeah, he's... He's in, um, let's see, The Reporter. Reporter. Wait a minute. No, not in Raiders. Sorry. Not in Empire. Not in Indiana Jones. I started mixing Superman into that. He's in, in Superman. He's in the Superman, Superman 2. Yeah. Not, Is he in the White he's House? not in, oh. No, he's the the reporter that shows up when when the villains first get to the town. Superman is has Clifton James playing basically the same character as the Bond films, J.W. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Also, um, oh, there's something else I was thinking of. Ah, oh, hell. Ah, oh, hell. Ah, oh, hell. Don't wait for me. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. There's got to uh, be somebody else. So, how many episodes in are you guys in Star Wars Minute? Total? Yeah. Like. 768 wow. or something like that do you no, it have has to be an even number because we just finished what uh what would you what would you if you were going to talk to yourself time machine wise but before you started the podcast what would you say to each other hmm hmm 
It'd be tempting to do it, and I know this goes against everything that I stand for, but it'd be tempting to not do it in release order, to do it in episode order. Because mm. ah. much like George Lucas himself, once we were, as we were kind of finding our footing and figuring out what we were doing is when we were kind of striking gold with the movie. You know, it's like right. Star Wars is the one that everybody kind of loves. And we did that one first when we didn't know, you know, we didn't. We didn't know all as many cool people as we do, and mm-hmm. we didn't have the kind of equipment that we have now, and all this other stuff. So, yeah, we we squandered the one of the best movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had like <clears throat> our like episodes learning, were like ten minutes long. Yeah. Or something. Like guys, like guys, a piece of advice: whatever you do, don't go back and redo it. Well, we I just mean, wanted to just change a couple of tweaks and changes. Yeah, I mean, we ran out of money. Fun, we yeah. just want to go back. I, I'm Rick McCallum. Why they wouldn't go back and do it? We're also going to throw in some new funnier scenes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, at least you got it right by Attack of the Clones, because that's the one that really deserves the most, you know. Yes. Is that the worst? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are you thinking? Phantom Menace? Mm, I mean, Phantom Menace is dull. It's not bad. Well, it's bad, but it's also dull, Phantom Menace. So, at least Attack of the Clones, no, I still can't defend it. Especially after listening to your podcast on it, I didn't realize, like, I knew I didn't love it, but I didn't realize how much was written on the fly and done kind of like mm-hmm. as they were going. And why, why was that the case? It's not like he had to kowtow to a studio. He could do his own timeline. You'd think he would have gotten that stuff done, but they were really writing as they went, weren't they? They started um, shooting Revenge of the Sith before the whole thing was, the script was done. Like yeah, they, were, was they, were, they were still working on the script while well, they, they knew were the shooting. ending. Right, but oh, right. Revenge of the Sith or yeah, Attack Revenge of the, the Clones? Sith. No, Revenge oh. of the Sith. Oh. I mean, clones went like it was all everything was backed up. I think because yeah. of, they didn't. He didn't realize how long it would take to do Phantom Menace essentially, yeah. and how oh. much was involved. He forgot the ropes. He forgot about how much render time would be involved. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Isn't there <laughs> a clip there. of George Lucas behind the scenes saying like, "Oh, he's looking at, at pictures," and he said, "Oh, they're building the sets. I got to write the script." Yeah, kind yes. of. Yeah, but he's like joking, kind of like. But I, he's not joking. But, but he's, he's not. He's making a joke out of the fact that. I mean, he's, he's not. Have finished. you seen the footage of him looking at the storyboards and deciding with with highlighters yeah. what's fucking going to be a real set and what's going to be CG? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's that arbitrary. so haphazard. Yeah, he's playing God. So Matt, I asked the other Matt in the green room. Uh, we have a new Star Wars movie now coming out every year. Would you want a similar thing with James no. Bond? You wouldn't want God, you- no. No, I mean I've seen what it did to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's oversaturation. It's it's like you used to want, it le- it, like the fact that we're getting a Star Wars, another Star Wars movie, months, five one, months. One just came out while we were recording. This. Five <laughs> months after, I got an alert on my phone. Yeah, Star yeah. Wars. The oh, po- it's out on video now. Like it would <laughs> yeah. be a, story. It would be crazy to me. <laughs> I also like that. Here's my uh, thing, and I'm happy to talk Star Wars as I often do on this podcast. <laughs> I, you know, it's such a in many ways, it is restrictive storytelling because they're stuck with this conflict. They're stuck with this rebellion empire situation or rebellion first order situation where you're just, your characters are always going to have to, your protagonists are always going to be a ragtag group against this big bad. And, you know, it just gets to a point where like, well, What's the end game? The end game's always going to be the same thing. It's always going to be like we have to find a way to stop the the empire. And it's like a war. It's a, it's essentially for me it's like there's only so many World War 2 movies you can stomach before you're yeah, like I well, beg to I differ friend. Seen, <laughs> I think I've seen everything 
But Matt, couldn't you say that James Bond falls into that similar trap? Sick. Well, you could, but no. (laughs) For me, I think the the beauty of the James Bond franchise is the formula they've established, and they established it early, early on. Whereas with Star Wars, the formula, it's not like it's not like you're handing your protagonist. It's not like, like, hey, Luke Skywalker. Go do this. There's this bad guy on. That, but I would be interested in that. That I would watch yeah, because right. that would be different. Yeah. yeah. Like if it was like if it was like if they built up a, a world of like not following Luke Han Leia, uh, you know, yeah. Ray, uh, BB-8. You know, if they were like, okay, well, let's actually just sort of. Like I really enjoyed the Battlefront Two story mode. Mm. Which was essentially your Iversio. Yeah. And you're playing you're playing an elite you're like, oh, I'm an elite imperial uh force and I get to go right do pull off these missions and I find that sort of storytelling interesting and at least not repetitive. So, so you want the Poe Dameron movie. Mm. I would watch a Poe. If they mm-hmm. gave me four of them where he's doing different missions and he's yeah. flying his X Wing, like what I'm just saying is, I've yet to see him be a really good pilot. By the couldn't way, couldn't you say that Roger or I'm sorry, James Bond is the ragtag small, basically group that's going up against whether it's the Empire or a person hell bent on destroying the Spectre. world. Yeah. It's yeah, similar. It's like a person hell bent, but it could with, be a different. Like you could basically take the the person who's running the Empire that day. Yeah, could, you could substitute in the leader of Smirsh or you know whoever for that. That's a different person with different kind of uh, goals and ways of carrying out their evil. Right, but if it, like... I mean, essentially, I feel like James Bond is always trying to prevent Star Wars from happening. Like, he's always <laughs> trying to stop a world war. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Until like, it came out, and then he just copied it from Moonraker. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I feel like the difference is... is it, it's... I think there's just more freedom in it, honestly, mm. in a in a james bond film there's more freedom to tell a different story i guess but to me it feels like you james bond has to go up against someone who wants to destroy the world i know but well, the well, maybe what you're saying really though set is that in for me in during watching last jedi the yeah. fatigue of star wars set me in too. for me but the james bond has a stricter formula so when you vary a little bit it feels fresher star wars has a very general like locked general. in thing that huh general general veers General Nita, Admiral. You know what? I can't talk. <laughs> That's maybe the problem that it's, it's trying to stick to this kind of general repeating theme. To well, I, I, I guess in a way, it's like sort of why I enjoyed Rogue One so much. Yeah, me too. Was that it was a very specific, but it's it's basically a Bond movie. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like a mission I movie. About that. Yeah, and like I think a if, travelogue with a bunch of you know characters that pop up, and then that's you don't necessarily need to see them again. Yeah. Correct. And yeah. and I, and I think that that is in a way that's a little more freeing for me than having to like. I guess my main problem with the Star Wars franchise as it exists right now is that I always feel like we need these... Why do I need these sweeping three-movie stories that are essentially... It's the same story told over three films. But is it? did Star Wars kind of invent the trilogy? I know it was going off of serials, but mm. was... It kind of did, huh? Like, that is the, the standard set of sequels now as you do a trilogy. Indiana Jones... Harry Potter, please forget it. Uh, did a few trilogies, Matrix, 
Yeah, yes, H- right. Lord of the Rings. Was yeah, there ever the an Rings. H trilogy with one story? I guess arcing through the whole thing. Godfather, but, but that came later. Yeah, yeah. The yeah like they did part. two, and then they were like, "Oh, trilogy is there a thing now?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't <laughs> it, that wasn't the plan. Uh, Coppola was not yeah. planning on it. He was going to make no, it. It is kind of a there's Star no Wars third thing. French though. connection. That's my problem. Hmm. There's probably some straight to video. <laughs> I guess also yeah. Bond is is kind of freed because you don't really have to worry about backstory and yeah like oh what's gonna happen yeah. you know it's they're yeah. all self-contained yeah. units where worry about if you dangle a little bit of backstory and everybody gets excited that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah. like the, yeah. the, you vary it a tiny bit and it goes a long way well, also the problem too with these with the with the main movies being two years apart right is it two years or are they how many yeah. years apart two years okay. so you know you have and now we exist in internet culture where we have two years to sort of just sit there and and speculate, speculate. Yeah. on what we think the movie is and then like the the internet reaches some sort of consensus as to like oh okay ray ray's a kenobi and uh you know uh fucking what's his face gold robe andy circus <laughs> gold robe yeah Snope. gold robe snoke snoke snope it's snopes Snopes. Snopes. He's, Snopes. he's verifying com. information when he's not trying <laughs> he's to conquer the universe. Right. Why so there's like that whole Snopes. thing of like, oh, he's Darth Sidious or whatever. So like the internet like finds these theories and like they they go to it every which way. And then when it's not what they think it was going to be, then the internet gets angry about it. Yeah. But it's part there... of what I enjoyed about Rain. Nice shoes, bro. We have the same. Do shoes. you guys think that there's maybe some Hollywood business here in that? people want some job security out of it. Meaning, you know, these worlds bond. I, I think bond, we were talking about this before we started recording. I, a friend of ours had brought up captain Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. and that they could make a million of these movies. Yeah. Cause Johnny Depp, you know what you're getting out of Sparrow. He's a drunk, brave, brash maniac who doesn't fear death and just, yeah, takes his ship to a new adventure every single movie, and then they had to go and build a world around it. Mm-hmm. And so now he has these constraints story wise. Whereas if you were to pull those and just let him sail off into the next adventure, you have sort of an unlimited string, and eventually we'll tire of it. But sure. also with but, that, that works too. Is like one movie can be bad, but the next can right. be good because right. you're not dependent on that. And so Bond and Star Wars both are de- dependent on it. But I feel like maybe Bond that mission based bond thing like it would it would behoove bond to sort of shed an overarching trilogy thing yeah but somebody like christoph waltz at yeah. his career hollywood wise business wise he's probably not interested in playing an iconic character like that with the idea that he would only do one movie well, quite the opposite in fact oh is that right yeah he is not coming back as blofeld oh he's he not opted no. out yeah, yeah. So, but that does happen you're in these right. movies, right? Like, well, I think business wise, studio wise, especially writers, no, I mean, studio wise. Now, it's a you know, you're, we're watching it's happening before our very eyes, where the Bond franchise is trying to pull a Marvel verse situation where yeah. everything is connected in some way, which yeah. is just foolish. Well, we often say we want Bond back to his roots, just going on single mission based stuff. Yeah. And I mean, to that point, like, what do you want Star Wars back to? Right, well, I think the the original Han Solo novels are totally what I wanted out of this new Han Solo oh, movie, yeah. but it's not it's not going to be that. The, the the Han Solo books by Brian Daly were just like, oh, here's Han Solo, and a little bit before Star Wars, he just went on this adventure and did a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was, was that the, the next Star's time, End like, or or yeah. Legacy? Uh, Han Solo Star's End, Han Solo and the Lost Legacy, Lost and Legacy, Han yeah. Solo's Revenge, and Lando, Ooh. and then Lando novels. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
Well, it looks the like they, of Charu. They, they, Charu? They, they did well by their Lando casting. That seems to look great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really have we seen this Han Solo speak yet? Did he yes. say a yeah, word in the trailer? Okay. He says, "Trust me," and or something. Or yeah. uh, he d- he does a playback it's to not in how are you? I'm he fine. Just comes out, he's We're like, "Trust fine. me, the Han Solo, it'll be all right." Han Solo movie. <laughs> I do a great job. Trust me. I like that actor. I hope the movie can't wait for him to confusedly say Boba Fett and look around. <laughs> <laughs> is there James Bond? Is James Bond big internet wise? Yeah, I mean, obviously Star Wars. Well, yeah. I, I I would argue. Not nearly the same. No, I don't think Star anything's Wars. as big as Star Wars. I mean, you look but... at like just the fucking fact that like Star Wars Theory on YouTube has a million subscribers. It's like it's it's bananas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but it's it's big, and I'm sure you guys know doing a podcast about a franchise. You know, people have a real ownership of it, so you yeah. really hear when people don't share your opinions or you get something wrong. For instance, corrections department last week, I meant to say South Africa, but I said South America and I really <laughs> pissed some people off. Oh man. Yeah. Cause that's one of the places bond has not gone in the films, which South, which Africa. South, Africa. South Africa. Oh, but he does go to South. They, I mean the movie, ta- the movie, but he's never been itself. there. Yeah. You know, that's mm. not what we're talking about. Well, I think they do because locations. that wasn't filmed in South Africa. Like they want to travel log, like, go to the uh, location Australia, Canada and South Africa. I wasn't aware of what they wanted. Three major I thought places. we were just talking about Canada. We He's never been to Canada? Not not it. he is in the books, oh, I think, okay. but not mm. in the movies, no. It's too hot to be filmed for the <laughs> screen. <laughs> too exciting. <laughs> the books they can get away with it. But. Uh, yeah. Did you guys uh, watch the Oscars when they did the in memoriam and showed Roger Moore? I got I wasn't I had forgotten. Mm. And when he came up, I just got, like, my heart melted when I saw Roger Moore come up there. Did he wink? No, but he, they took a clip from For Your Eyes Only that just said Bond, James Bond. And Yeah, we were talking about that, that, like, we know he's James Bond. Like, you could have had him say something a little bit more clever, but it was nice to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have taken it, shown his scene from Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Seymour or something? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah. Man. Oh man, but that's what we really I really both of us really wanted them to do a Cannibal Run style Han Solo movie. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like you could have all these supporting characters show up in it. Maybe it is, who knows. Things. I don't know. Yeah. It's no. Yeah. no. It seems way too it's tied not. to everything. Like yeah. everything you've heard about Han Solo it's in here. Like yeah. they took the Wikipedia and they just made a movie it's around so, that. So like one of the best things I've seen in a while too is the uh Red Letter Media, where they sit down and predict terrible things to go into these new movies, mm-hmm. and they sit they sit down and like talk about what they think, what would be the worst things to put into the Han Solo movie, and everything they're saying is like, oh, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely putting that in the movie. <laughs> Guys, we'll see that Kessel run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you oh, goddamn yeah. right, we will, and we'll see some moof milking. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> uh, well, you four, tell us where you're at and what you're up to, and. What, you know, how are things? What are you eating these? Who are you wearing? <laughs> James? Well, Vera Wang. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. uh, which one, which answer is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find James at Vera Wang. Yes. He's eating Vera Wang. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's wearing... <laughs> I'm wearing... Gap. And, yes. Uh, what am I... What was the question? Twitter, uh, at James Bond. Oh, like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yes, t- Twitter at James Bladen. At is, what is it? Do you know who you are? Do no. you know what your Twitter handle is? No. <laughs> Do you know where it's we just are? my name? I think <laughs> at Twitter. 
at Twitter. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, go to at Twitter. Yes, and James. James will be tweeting from the at Twitter handle. <laughs> it's James Bladen. At James Bladen, right? It's at James Bladen. I believe it. B-L-A-D-O-N. That's right. There we go. Um, yeah. Mark? You can find me at Mark McConville on Instagram and Twitter. And Maddie, you and I are going to be doing some Pistol Shrimps radio it's coming, coming back. up. It's going to be here before we know it. Do we know when that starts? April. And but I don't know if it's April 1st or April 30th. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know where in April, but it, it's, it'll be a Tuesday in, that, in April. in that window. Okay. Mm, nice. And then we'll just do it till the season is done. All right. Pete? Be careful if they tell you it's April 1st, because it might not yeah, it might show true. up and it'll just be <sighs> those kids <laughs> with some, like a bucket of water or something. We'll be there and they'll call Later. a softball game. Yeah. <laughs> Great uh, prank. Great prank. <laughs> <laughs> they organized a whole softball game. <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> You just sit there and you set up by the uh, permanent exercise, exercise equipment. Yep. And you're just like <laughs> just commentating on these Someone people that are throwing a medicine ball back and forth. <laughs> uh, well, first, let me first thank you guys because I wanted to. Uh, I've, I've been in a, a, a Bond kind of kick lately. It's a combination Ooh. of you, your new season, and then on the Epics channels, they were kind of on again and they were on demand and stuff. So I was going through. A, what, which ones have like. Really hit your sweet spot. Like uh, I just go back to the same. I'm I'm in a weird. I haven't seen any of the new ones. The new Daniel meaning. Craig ones. I haven't seen any Daniel Craig oh, James Bonds. Yeah, and I, I know envy. everybody tells me they're good, and I have them. Yeah. You know, I can put them. I'll, I'll, one day I'll get to this, and it'll be great. Um, but mainly, I just kind of go back to you know a lot of Roger Moore stuff. Some of the usually whatever's on, and uh, there, I think there's only one Daniel Craig one that's ever in there. But I wanted to kind of, you know, I'm going to save that for when I watch I bet them. It's yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, but, so then, what, like, whatever comes up, like I watched Octopussy a bunch of times when it was up, and Moonraker was always on for a while. And um, but it's it's enhanced my enjoyment, and so thanks, thanks, guys. Well, we're glad you. That's could what do we try that. to do here. Yeah, enhance yeah. your enjoyment right. of James Bond. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then if you want to find me, I'm Peter Retailer on Twitter. And I'm uh, under on Instagram under my real name, but good luck whatever. finding it. Yeah. Even though just listen to the opening of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, in addition to hosting Star Wars, co-hosting Star Wars Minute. Sorry, mm, Pete. I also co-host uh, the Godfather Minute, That's right. in which me and my brother go through the entire Godfather movie and possibly all three of them. We only do one minute a week, though, so it's going to take us a long. Oh my time god! Yeah. Long so time. Uh, how ma- have you calculated how many weeks it will take to get through the first movie? Uh, well, or how many years? I should how say. How many? Do you remember offhand how many minutes it is? Be one hundred and. I don't. Well, it's I about it three up. hours. Yeah. So one hundred and eighty weeks, which would be about f- almost four Over. years, three and three quarter years. Wow. About that. So. Well, assuming they never do another Godfather movie, mm-hmm. it'll cover you for oh, life boy. if you do the video game. <laughs> yeah, and the, <laughs> that we, video game was, so was it. I never oh, got to yeah. play. It. it was tough, and you can do the freshman. Oh yeah, oh totally. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And like, did, didn't they do like a TV movie by Mario Puzo starring Richard Grieco or something? Oh wow, yeah. Oh. They that was actually a book that had the Corleones in it. The Last Dawn. Uh, I don't know if it was the the, uh, the Sicilian. Oh right, it was right. called Last Dawn. Was another yeah. Mario Puzo mm. one, but, but they basically took all the references <laughs> to the Corleones out of it. Oh, and just really? made it a straight up movie that had nothing because Paramount owned the rights to the. Wait, so those books are in the Corleone universe? Some of them are. Yeah. I gotta read those. Yeah. Then they did a couple of them that were like the Godfather's Revenge, which are with Mario Puzo with someone oh, who did most of the work. I'm sure. Dear. You know, so, uh, oh dear. But I have to read through those for the show. So. But I call it when I have uh, a full some book bad. Pasta, okay. you know? Godfather's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so people can find you at uh, uh, my website is comicbookalex.com. You're also a very talented comic book artist. I am. This is true. Yeah, it's first and foremost. I mean, yeah. increasingly yeah. you're you're a podcaster, but uh, yeah. how I met you is you're a, you're an award winning cartoonist. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm more famous now as a poly. My the, 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 it was like a, a seesaw. Mm-hmm. For a while, I was more famous as a cartoonist. Well, famous, but uh, no, you know. yeah. So. Well, yeah. Um, thanks for having me on. We are so glad to have had you here. Um, as announced last episode, you can find the print of the Live and Let Die Stunt Spectacular poster art. I think if you just go to my Instagram at Matt Gorley, it's now available, and there will be a post there or a link or something. You like uh, that. land on a paper stock you like? Yeah, I'm gonna go with this uh, luster. I, I recommend the luster at uh, 20 <laughs> inches or greater. That's yeah. the best printing quality I could find. I spent a shit goddamn ton of money just having them send me samples because so many were crap. They make you pay for the samples? Yeah, you get them at cost, like, mm. but still, still, so they cost a lot. Is what yeah, you're saying. Right. yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of a lot of them weren't good, and like I wanted framing options, but for the best printing, that doesn't exist. And anyway, I'm still searching. It's a journey. Let I'm people going frame on. it themselves. But it's a beautiful no image, choice. And I think everyone uh, could make a nice home for it. I want to do a series. I got an idea for Thunderball and mm. on Her Majesty's Secret Service, maybe, and we'll see. But I think check I, it out. I told you that Thunderball was the uh, my daughter when she was. You know, I think two or maybe three at the time. Uh, ended up watching some Thunderball because it was on and it was it, epics, the same type of thing. And then just on for a few minutes, then we went out. And then a couple of days later, she was just kind of like, "Hey, look, can we watch that movie with the with the?" I forgot how she explained it. Basically, it was like with the orange people and the blue people fighting. I was like, "What?" She's like, "Underwater." I was like, "You oh, talking wow. about Thunderball?" And she was like, "Yeah, can we watch that?" And I was like, "Oh man, no." But, <laughs> You're gonna say, can we watch that movie where that man forces that woman into a massage? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Matt? You can find me here every week on uh, the James Bonding podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. That's right. Stay tuned because next week we're talking Spectre. We sure are. The movie or the organization? The movie. Or the movie producer. Yeah. Uh, Someday we're going to get to the bottom of that organization, Mm -hmm. but it's going to take some time. But until then, James Bonding will return. James Bonding Podcast! Hey, I'm Hari Kundabolu. And I'm Ashok Kundabolu. We're the Kundabolu Brothers, and we're excited to tell you about our new podcast on Earwolf, Kundabolu Brothers Podcast. It's a live podcast where we discuss some of the harder issues of the day. You will be witnessing two brothers talking to each other and occasionally acknowledging the audience. We discuss such topics as World War One, Keenan Thompson, Pizza, we're excited for you to listen to Kundabolu Brothers every Thursday on Earwolf. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> 
Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.